This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, Brother Mike, back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning in to the program. Today's Bible study, The Rich Man is Still Screaming. Today on Hardcore, hey, will you call somebody and tell them the radio program's on? Welcome to Filthy Fridays. Got a nasty subject to go over with you today. Very important material. You just can't miss it. Please call somebody and tell them the program's on. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center in downtown Phoenix. We're on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the red brick building. Please remember that we have a counseling center there for all born-again Christians. They can come for counseling and inner healing. And there is no charge if you're a born-again Christian. We have two live services every week, Thursdays and Friday nights at 7 o'clock, Arizona and Mountain Time. Both those services are broadcast on our YouTube teaching channel, just go to youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. Remember, the Monday night is our Zoom healing and deliverance service for the ladies only. Starts at 6.30 p.m. Arizona time and send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com. I'll send you the code and the password. Wednesday nights, our Zoom healing and deliverance service is for everybody. 6 p.m. Arizona and Mountain Time. Again, send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, and I'll send you the code and the password. Please don't miss it. Please don't miss my deliverance training class the fourth Saturday of every month at the Deliverance Center at noon. Please don't miss my Sunday morning podcast, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Arizona Time. Just go to twitch.tv and put in H-C-C-A-D-C. And please hit the PayPal button today and send us another donation. Thank you for keeping us on the air for over 20 years. Here it is, a story about something that actually happened to three human beings. This is a story that actually happened. As you know, the rich man and Lazarus is not a parable because... This story does not match the requirements of a parable. By the way, I did a whole teaching on the parables of Jesus. It's on, our, it's on my YouTube teaching channel, youtube.com slash houseofhealingaz. Went in, into in-depth analysis of all the parables of Christ. You'll find it fascinating. This one I did not go into because it is not a parable. For example, it says, Luke 16, verse 19, there was a certain rich man. That is not a characteristic of a parable. Secondly, he names someone in this story. He never names anybody in a parable because a parable is a fictitious story designed to illustrate a very important spiritual truth. And it says, you know the story, the rich man lived in a beautiful home, had beautiful clothes, lots of money, and great food and service servants, and lived a life of luxury. This guy was killing it, no question. He was Silicon Valley. He was in the Billionaire's Boys Club. He was there, nailing it. But he had homeless people around his property, 
back then as they do now. If you look through our cities, most uh, almost all of them are run by Democrats. You will see a level of homelessness and uh, downtown destruction that can't be conceived or believed. We, our country looks like a third world country now. Portland, Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, St. Louis, Chicago, New York. You go through these Democrat-run cities, and there's one thing the Democrats do that's really talented, that is ruin cities. Uh, in fact, uh, the only person that does it better is Hamas and Hezbollah. They're better than Democrats, but not much. It's close. Well, here we've got homeless people near the home of the rich man. One of the homeless pe people that didn't have any money and didn't have enough food to even eat was a true believer, a guy named Lazarus. And he was trying to get scraps of food from the rich man, but the rich man ignored the guy every day, couldn't care less about him, wouldn't give him anything, and left him outside homeless as a beggar. Well, the inevitable happened, as you know. Both of them died. Okay? It does not even mention uh, Lazarus' name here in verse 22. It just says the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. That's the Greek word kalpas. It means like a, a bay, like you would go see a bunch of boats, and they had a, a bay for boats where they were temporarily parked, so to speak. That's what that means. Kalpas is a bay where you load and un, unload uh, freight off of boats. And then it says the rich man also died and was buried. Now notice here it doesn't even say that Abraham got a bur uh, excuse me Lazarus got a burial. It only says the rich man got died and was buried because he was rich. He could afford a burial. Lazarus didn't even get buried. He just died in the streets and started to rot. His body rotted. And then in Luke 16:23 it says in Hades Hades is the Greek word for hell. The rich man lifted up his eyes being in torment and he saw Abraham, Father Abraham, the, our, the father of faith, they saw, he saw him afar off, not next to him or near him, but over yonder, over yonder. And it says, Lazarus was with Abraham in the bay, the bosom. And then it says, uh, the rich man, now in total desperation, yells out at Abraham. It says he cried out, he yelled, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Here, the, here even in, the, in hell, the rich man is see, still seeing Lazarus as a messenger boy or a slave. He wants Abraham to give Lazarus some water to come over and cool off his tongue because he said, quote, I am tormented, Greek word odunao. Odunao means to be in great sorrow or grief. I am tormented, I am grieving in this flame. And Abraham said to him, son, remember in your lifetime you received good things. Lazarus got evil things. Now it's reversed. He's comforted and you're tormented. 
And besides, Abraham said, between us there is a great gulf fixed. Chasma is the Greek word for gulf there. It means a chasm, like you would stand on the, on the, on the, uh, you know, a giant uh, Snake River Canyon or the, go up northern Arizona and stand on the Grand Canyon and you look up from one side to the other and there's this giant chasm in between you and the other side. That's where that Greek word, where we got that from that Greek word, kasma. And they which would pass from here to you cannot. Now, there was an interesting statement. There were people over in Abraham's Bay on the comfort portion of hell that wanted to leave there and go get people on the torment side. And my guess is they were wanting to go over there and hunt for relatives. But Abraham said they can't come over there and nobody on your side can come over here. So, la so the rich man goes to a backup plan. He says, listen, Father, send Abraham again. Once again, he sees Abraham as a uh, Lazarus of the delivery boy. I pray, Father, send, send Lazarus to my father's house. I've got five brothers who are on their way to coming to hell. They are as ungodly as I was. I don't want them to come to this place of torment, he says, Luke 16, 28. And that's a different Greek word, basanos, for torment there means torture. The rich man was being tortured, and he was grieving while he was in the flames of hell. And Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And, and the rich man says, no, they're not going to listen to them, please. I need somebody to go back to them from the dead, and, they, and maybe they will repent. That's the Greek word, metanoeo. It means to make an about face and go back the other direction, repent. And Abraham said, no, there's no way. They're not going to even believe if somebody came back from the dead, which is 100% true. If you send somebody back from the dead, people are not going to believe. Jesus, the Son of God, rose from the dead, and very few people believe. Jesus rose from the dead and came back, and people don't believe. What's the story here? The story here, it's not about food and comfort and material things. It's about how you live your life now determines how you live your life on the other side. The way you live now determines what happens to you after you're dead. If you're a born-again Christian and you're serving the Lord now, after you're dead, you go to glory. If you are a carnal, lukewarm, uncaring, indifferent Christian, or you are an apostate, or you're a chronic backslider, and the rapture hits, A, you miss the rapture, and B, you have to go through the tribulation, and if you don't make it, a nightmare on Elm Street meets you on the other side. If you are a sinner and you reject Christ your entire life and you die, the nightmare unfolds right before your eyes, just exactly like it did the rich man in this horrible story that Jesus shared. We know this is not a parable. It's an actual event that happened to a couple of people because previous to this, Jesus was talking about divorce. And he said, if you send your wife away or put your wife away or divorce your wife, 
for anything other than the reason of fornication, pornea, any type of sexual sin, if you divorce somebody for any reason other than pornea, and you marry a different person, it says, you committed adultery when you married them, and so did the other person when they married you. They committed adultery. That wasn't a parable either. That was talking about marriage and divorce. And then he went into the story of the rich man and Lazarus. That wasn't a parable either. If you need help turning your life around, you need to change your life quickly, and you need to do it now so you don't end up like the rich man, 602 636 5800. There is a heaven to gain and there is a hell to shun in this world, and you're going to be staring at it in a few short years. You're not going to live much longer and you're going to die. And whatever you did in this world is the most important thing that determines what will happen to you and what you do in the next world. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. See you next time. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.